0: Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore.
1: I'm Fable, Beth Stedman.
0: I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson.
1: And this is a podcast for writers who love to read.
0: Readers who love to write.
1: And anyone who loves words. Today, we are talking about the book would Like to Meet by Rachel Winters. (laughs) And this is just, I found it to be a very light, fun, easy read it's like sitting back with a rom-com movie (laughs) like the kind of read that's great for sitting by the pool or just like you can read it probably in a day if you wanted to but the thing that really was interesting to me about this book was the way that the author it felt at least like the author gave herself a challenge (laughs) and a kind of difficult one like how many meet cutes can I squeeze into one book and still have it be believable yes <laughs> still will have it ring true to the character and to the character's situation and um how can I then twist those meat cubes and make them as ridiculous as possible by still making them
0: believable absolutely which yeah. like that is quite a even there's an entire part where towards the beginning where they're actually as part of the plot Talking about different meat cutes yeah. and different tropes around meat cutes and like Venn diagrams of how these movies fit in there. Yeah. One, it felt like a rom com marathon, even just by yes. her like touching on e- all the little ones. I'm like, oh. it, it made me feel like watching them again.
1: Totally. It like <laughs> induced all those happy or- endorphins that you have
0: when watching those movies.
1: <laughs> totally. Just to like, hear
0: about it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then like there was. Both the overt, like mm-hmm. the overt me cutes that were just funny and way over the top. And yeah. so, like, we were talking last week about, you know, making them unique and yeah. memorable. There were so many here <laughs> that are like, wow, that was memorable. And, yeah. and just falling into situations that were, like, you actually believe it based on yeah. what it is that she's doing. Because she's kind of bumbling around in some ways. Outsourcing things that really probably shouldn't be outsourced, but she's so in- involved in what she's doing and trying to get so many of these done that you kind of you believe that too. That there's just yeah. all these bumbling things that happen that you're like, oh yeah, I I totally see how like <laughs> when you don't do all of your due diligence, you can walk into a very awkward book club meeting. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which one? Can we talk about how like showing up to a book club? When yeah. you have not read the book, that was super, that was just fun and relatable. Totally. Even outside all of the funny inside jokes that happened during that sequence. I, I loved that even those parts felt realistic yeah. in in that fun way of the things that are just crazy. Of course, like there's certain moments that they turn out the way that they do because of course they would under <laughs> those circumstances.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that that was something that really impressed me with how the author wove this story is that, like, so I read the first chapter and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so over the top. It's hysterical and I'm going to yes. love this. I'm super happy about it. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I kind of thought like, okay, I it sort of set me up to think like this isn't going to be entirely believable, if that makes yes. sense.
0: Yes, but absolutely. But by
1: the end of the book, like I actually got choked up in a couple places in this book. Like, yeah. Like, that was how real the character felt to me and how much I related to her. And that is remarkable to take an idea like this and to take kind of, um, to go so over the top at times and yet still make the character so relatable and believable that I'm ready to, like, cry with her. Like, that feels, that's remarkable.
0: I think so, too. And I, do you mind if I, so spoiler alert, I think that she actually did something As I was rereading parts of it in preparation for this conversation, I feel like she was muting or like calming down certain scenes that needed to Mm. read authentically. Like the stuff where it was absurd, she leaned in hard and that, that was really funny. But the stuff that you had to feel something about she either softened the language there so it didn't stand out she wasn't telegraphing certain parts yeah so i think she left it in such a way that like the things that really were truly real you wouldn't have it telegraphed because she has like certain characters like not subtler. give yeah. all their, they're about to say something and they get cut off or she walks out of the room so she's able to construct her own reality we live that reality with her but then all of a sudden there's like a reversal of something that she just didn't understand and yeah i I think that helped those things really in the end play out the way they needed to yeah where you actually feel the full impact if she had gone full tilt for certain scenes in there yes i think that it would have been too much but it was, I think it was the right amount of subtle. I think like, that's
1: a really good point. Like, yeah. And and I think she did, like something else that she did well was kind of hinting at things without totally, even, I mean, yes. the main character wants to, or wanted to be a writer and has this history of writing and stops writing for various yes. reasons. And she kind of hints at that early on and you get these like indications of that, but you don't totally know the whole story of why she stopped and what happened and the depth there until later. And I think that kind of stuff also really helps because it would be easy, like if she had just given that stuff away, it would be easy for this book not to have had enough tension really, like, because it yes. is just like one funny scene after another. But right. pulling back some of those things about the character and, and the character's past and the more um, heartfelt, like real struggles that the character has had. And yes. And letting you see just glimpses of those kind of throughout really made you And not only drew you into the story more, but made you connect with the character more. I think too, and drove you to like want to know more about them and lean in and want to know well what's going on there and why did that stop and what happened and sets you up to like the character a lot better when you when things all come out. You then feel a lot more empathy for her.
0: Absolutely, and and I think in addition to those things, one of the ways that she does it Mm -hmm. is she actually doesn't give you all the information about one specific character like the there's a character and I don't want to give that away but um where there's something that we don't know that she knows but she doesn't talk about it because it's not in context of what's happening currently she knows what's happened she knows what's been said and When you finally get the beat where you understand like the full implication of what's happened Mm -hmm. and then you get the other piece from that other character, it hits in a way that was really, it was actually very profound. And I I think we we talk about self-awareness. She was very self-aware of, I think, the pitfalls of some of the tropes. Mm -hmm. I think she calls some of them out Mm of... Spoiler alert, again, the makeover was just how her character handled that, I think was really, like, even her internal dialogue with that moment was really spot on. Yeah, it read really true. Yeah. Uh (laughs) And also, like, I think there's subtle red flags throughout that on several levels because there's several fronts that she's having conflicts where it was subtle though enough that if you're not paying attention you could miss the full impact of them or if you're since we're used to sometimes excusing certain types of behaviors in Mm -hmm. society I think some of that could actually be something that a normal you know another rom-com would portray and it doesn't really register on that radar yeah but then all of a sudden when you get the rest of the information it's all of that lands and yeah I think there's a lot of themes there that at the end like struck me yeah about really what is our value as you know, as women and yeah. the value of our work and the value of, it, it said yeah. so many things that I'm I like,
1: agree. And, oh, and wow. it was kind of surprising for a person, <laughs> was
0: so, You know, like,
1: I would totally describe this book as I just did at the beginning, you know, light and fun. It's like that easy beach read, like pool read, like yeah. But there are these layers to it that did like surprise me too. And that came out and I was like, wow, yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I
0: think it was subtle enough that it didn't feel like it it wasn't heavy-handed yeah Yeah, exactly it said some very powerful things but in a very subtle consumable and also still very funny yes (laughs) which props to her for keeping that balance between those things absolutely the serious the you know i mean it, it covers everything from the work that we do, having value to grief to mm-hmm. really, I think looking at what it is that we, we want out of life and yeah. putting a priority on, on that as well, which yeah. I think, I, again, that's another thing that I think it's like often we're used to subverting our <laughs> one, <laughs> yeah, And, on and so like, as I read it, I, I enjoyed the process while also kind of vibing with the things that she was saying. I totally agree. And I think some of the setups were subtle enough that when they actually happened, and and when I reread some of those scenes, she was purposefully putting a lot of things in during those sequences. Mm, So I don't...
1: Catch everything. yeah, Yeah,
0: so I think that some of them you didn't necessarily see the answer right away because they, there were like three things going on at the same time during yes. this conversation. There was like calls coming in and someone having a talking and someone. <laughs> Which t- is a good testing. thing I think for writers Absolutely. to
1: keep in mind. Like if you need to give, like you do need to give your, your readers hints and you need to like let them know some of those things that are coming. So in order yeah. for those things to have the real payoff that they need to have. But if you can kind of, cover over those things and hide those things and like throw a bunch of other stuff at the reader to distract them. That can really pay off and and make it so that those things that the payoff isn't obvious in
0: the end. um, But feels earned and still feels genuine. Exactly. So that it it has that resonance, but without being in plain sight. And and it, it felt like as looking over those that they really was those mystery novel type Like putting those seeds in, in very specific points where you knew they could be slightly overlooked, where it's like, yeah, something might come up, but you don't really realize the significance until later on. I love seed planting. I love it when it pays off. I love it when something like information that you knew all of a sudden takes on new significance. It's like a light goes on. And even with the character, the light goes on. I loved those parts immensely. And I also loved that she did a lot of things with another character that kind of cloaked certain things, which I don't want to give too much away with that, but but it it again was another mystery novel type of thing where Yeah, I hadn't thought of comparing
1: it to a mystery novel, but I think there is some of those elements in there.
0: Yeah, you kind of hold back to character traits until yeah. you need them to come out and then something that was vague before all of a sudden like makes tons of sense yeah. when you get that final piece of information can we talk about how she set up the beginning of her chapters because yes. I loved I thought that was really interesting and clever since there was so much about screenplay writing in it yes um so at at the beginning of each one she does kind of this fade in interior uh gill's coffee house and it talks about like the time of day and then it gives the setup for how she's there and it was a great way of delivering information but that was totally on theme so i'm like i like she had it do a lot of heavy lifting But I totally give her credit for it because you're there. Like you're there like a movie, you're in the scene and then it goes. (laughs)
1: Yes. And I think that that allowed her to keep from having to do a lot of description of the place and the setting and all of that because she kind of does that right at the beginning. Yeah, very much like a script. Sets you in that place and that time and whatever is happening. And then she can move forward with the action really quickly. And it wouldn't it wouldn't work in other things, I think, because of like because of the setting, because of the character, because it is so much about writing scripts. Yes. (laughs) It works so well and it just plays so on point. Yeah. I I had kind of forgotten that she had done
0: that. Well, and I love when someone does something that's unique that I've never seen because I I don't think I've ever seen anything like that and where you're like that's ingenious (laughs) because it it gets so much of that almost like those exposition type things it gets the work done and then you can just as you said jump right in and you're there and you're you're running with it and as you said it was a really great it the pacing of it was really fast in that it didn't feel bogged down and and I just I love when people use the unique things of their story to kind of play with how they set it up yeah and and even how she did text messages and the fonts that she did text messages versus email and and what the information there shared in be like I just think it was a very clever way of Putting in information in unique ways, especially when she wanted to get through something quickly without like doing a montage. (laughs) So it was a great alternative.
1: (laughs) I agree, for sure. Yeah, I don't know that I ever would have thought to do that, but it is kind of brilliant. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, and that's, I think we learn how to like open up our minds to different options when we see someone do something that it's like, wow, I've never seen that. I wouldn't have thought to do it that way. And I think by even just setting it up, like friendships going back and forth, there's yeah. a group of friends who are on a group chat, yeah. and there's certain things in there that were just so thoughtful, like she actually has someone put in the wrong word, mm-hmm. and at first I'm like, is that a typo? And then they correct it, just like they would in a text, right. and there was lots of that that was just such attention to, like, the That's reality. The detail, and yep. yeah the context and and then she even with that she's able to give pieces of information through the text messages back and forth.
1: Yeah you learn a lot about those characters yeah. in a very <laughs> quick
0: very brief like easy to read way by all of their text yeah. messages yeah. Again like props to her I'm like ah, oh, that's yes. uh, like even just the wedding that's forthcoming and the fact mm-hmm. that one of her friends is a little bit <laughs> high strong (laughs) high strong (laughs) she does it in such a comedic way that it's it was very it was very familiar but in a like oh that could have happened to like like I could see that happening to someone I know it (laughs) feels
1: believable yeah Yeah. totally
0: Yeah, I love that. That's such a great point about thinking outside the
1: box and like thinking how can I make this unique? How can I give them information in a way that's different? I think particularly in a genre like this, like there are so many. I mean, romance novels yeah. in general are a huge genre and then exactly. rom-coms in specific are also a massive genre. Yeah. There are so many books competing for readers' attention, movies competing for people's attention, like all of that in this genre. And so I think it, it really says a lot to think outside the box a little bit and be like, okay, how can I make this story stand out? How can I do something a little different that people wouldn't have seen before? And I feel like she did that a lot, like particularly playing with yeah. tropes like that, that are so common and so overdone and being like, okay, how can I make this something that someone's never seen before you know like that spilled coffee scene in the beginning yeah. I've never seen a spilled,
0: spilled coffee scene like that <laughs> although I have seen lots of spilled coffee scenes you know yeah. <laughs> well, and how it's how it read as you said was just in that space of this is nothing like I've ever seen before yeah but there's also a lot of things going on there and characters that you're meeting in that scene uh-huh. where I think the fact that it's so over the top, like, you know, one, it's a great hook, like yeah. <laughs> how they, how they do it, but how she did it. But yeah. also like it um, kind of distracted you from all the heavy work that sequence does yes. and all the sec- you know different relationships that are being set up. And there's so many subtle, like, there's a subtle moment that happens that you almost miss. Like, Uh you almost miss the implication of it. And then you get it again in the next scene that takes place in the coffee shop. And I love that. I love that all of that just works together in this weird way that, you know, it is yeah. kind of like the exorcist, like <laughs> yeah. meets a meat cute, even though it's not <laughs> like, right. but in some ways, like it is kind of a meat cute
1: yeah. when
0: you look at it again. And yeah. um, I, I like that type of thing when it's like, you go back and you read it and you're like, oh, like I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> and I think with the characters that she put in there like they didn't seem to fall into caricature which yeah. i i think especially with some of the characters that she had being these larger than life people yeah. it could have but it it didn't the way that it was they that still felt believable even done. when they were exactly. very
1: clearly like archetypes or yeah common characters that you would type that you would see Um, they still felt like they were real.
0: Absolutely. I think, like, she hid, you know, there's the overt meet-cute stuff going on. But then there was little things within it that, like, when you you look at it, you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, that was a reimagining of Bridget Jones's Diary. And, like, that was a reimagining of this where it was in her own unique way, but it's like, There was lots of interweaving in in the story. It was definitely one of those books that I feel like you will get more out of it if you are familiar.
1: Like, if you watch rom-com movies and read rom-com books, then there are (laughs) going to be subtle things that you're like, oh, this is like homage. Is that the right word? (laughs) Yeah, it it was totally like,
0: like, it it was totally that homage to like all those really like ones that I grew up watching. Yeah, totally. You've got males like yep. this in Seattle. The wedding planner. There's Bridget Jones's Diary. Um, I, I know that she, she mentioned probably about ten or twelve yeah. by name even in it. Um, the holiday, like, and it's just so much fun. Like, yeah, that was so much fun to get the different. <laughs> You know the ones that are mentioned outright, and then like getting the more subtle ones, and yes. like having the prerequisite wasn't makeover scene, but she did yeah. it in her own way, and the almost ending, and mm-hmm. and one of the things that I love how she spun some of the characters. Like I think even like Monica, the actress, she played with some of our yeah. um, assumptions. Yes, with her. I think even, like, the mentor and the, like, she caught us looking a couple points yes. where we get something, but we don't get the full, like, iceberg underneath. And then she yes. delivers. And yes. I feel like this is one of those books where she set it up and she seemed to deliver on, like, every point. Yeah. There there wasn't anything that I was like, oh, I, wish, uh-huh. I wish we would have seen what happened with sure. that. Like, it seemed very you know satisfying in that way
1: yes definitely a very fun and very satisfying read i think too
0: yes yay so we recommend <laughs> it if you haven't
1: read it if you're looking for something to just um distract you and make you smile and laugh and maybe cry a little bit yeah it's not too much <laughs> we recommend <laughs> would much. like to meet <laughs> hope you enjoy it as much as we did Um, thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode we hope you will leave a review or comment and let us know it that also helps other people find us and you can also find us on instagram where we hang out a little more um regularly so we would love to connect (laughs) with you there we hope you keep reading keep writing keep analyzing the things that you read so you can write better and yeah keep putting your voice out there